Ah, Grand Moth Tarkin, I am honored by your visit. Do the intro, because I did the last two. Welcome to Grand Moth Tarkin Delicately Curated Long Form Discussion of the Internationally Beloved Star Wars Saga. Tailored to the modern fanatic, uh, brought to you lovingly in weekly increments by the loquacious yet soothing voices of your hosts, Riley and also Jake. Yeah. Was that the worst intro of all time? Yeah. I'm just like <laughs> dreading what's about to happen. Why are you <laughs> dreading the greatest episode of all time, Riley? That's a I'm weird just, thing to dread. I, I, I thought maybe if I make this intro last a long time. <laughs> we'll run out of time. We'll run out of time to do the episode. That's too bad. So me and Riley, we're sitting around here. We're sitting around here. We're realizing we don't have any more ideas for episodes. Yeah, I mean, they're and out And now the ideas that we had are not that great. Yeah, I mean, they're out there. And or. We've got stuff we want to do. They require more people than two. And then we think, because I was going to maybe read old fan fiction that I wrote. <sighs> um, but what we thought was, because, you know, way back, Shadow of the Empire episode, Jasmine's first episode, we talked about fan fiction for Yadis. And I said that weird, but I... <laughs> yeah, what did you say exactly? Fridays. Fridays. We talk about bad fan fiction Fridays. Fan fiction Fridays. Fan fiction Fridays. Got and it. I thought that was a great idea. Yeah, I love Because Jasmine wrote some fan fiction. I've written some fan fiction. I have um, not, but I like it. Yeah, I like, like the it. idea of fan fiction. And we wanted to do it with Jasmine here, so it'd be weird to just read mine and kind of awkward. So we realized... What if we Wait a minute. read yours but the, attribute it to someone else? The internet. Exa- oh, oh, we could do that. <laughs> We're not going to read mine. We're going to read Jacob Dreitz. <laughs> um, no. But we realize the internet exists. It does. And Sadly, so does Google. And if you does. type in Star Wars fan fiction, there is a data boss going back to the 90s of yeah. Star Wars fan fiction. True. We clicked on a fan fiction at random. And we are going to see as far as we can get before Riley has to go do something. I can't believe we're doing an episode where we're just reading someone's fan fiction. I can. (laughs) (laughs) And I am excited for it. But I think we should be able to stop and critique as we see fit. And now here's the thing that I want to make abundantly clear. Let's make it abundantly clear. Super abundantly clear. We are not making fun of people who write fan fiction. No, no, no. Because I, Jake has written fan fiction. Jasmine it's has fun. written a lot of fan fiction. I, I have, find it to I be a not... very good like creative writing yes. exercise. I I, uh, I have not written fan fiction, but that's just because I'm not a writer in general. I've never tried. tried. It's fun because yeah. you already know the characters. You know the true. world. So you don't have to like think of all that stuff. You that's can just true. write for I fun. Can, I can just steal stories that have already happened. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> that's the appeal. Uh, but yeah, no. So this is not to be uh, making fun of people who have written fan fiction. Correct. Because that's all of us. We love fan fiction. We love fans. We love fiction. And this might be great. It might be. We haven't read this yet. I'm going to say right now, this is going to be a series. We're going to do this every Friday. (laughs) Okay. No, not every Friday, but we're going to do it. But we could. Why why not? Yeah, why not? It is Saturday, but you know, maybe we'll we'll do it on Friday. We'll release it. We'll release it on Friday. (laughs) Okay. And we can do this over Discord because we're literally just reading fan fiction. (laughs) (laughs) And it's going to be short because you have to go. Okay, I'm kind of getting on board with the idea of like curating fan fiction we like and reading parts of it and releasing it as like little mini episodes. It's not a bad idea. It's not the worst. We've idea had worse we've ideas. Had. Yeah, that's some of them good. have been talked about this evening, and <laughs> a lot of them came from me. And let's get into this. 
if you are interested in reading along at home, we're on fanfiction.net. And like all I did is I just Googled Star Wars fanfiction. Yeah. First result is the like entire database of all perhaps all Star Wars fanfiction in existence perhaps. on the internet. I have to think there's more that didn't make the database. My goal is to find something that's not on this database that still exists. You know it's out there. Well, well Jasmine. I mean mine. Jasmine's. Yeah. We well, need to, we need to get Jasmine. Let's back. have a conversation. We might find Jasmine's along the way. I sure hope we do. And if oh, we do, she yeah. has to come back. She has to come back. I want this her to come might back be enough of a lure fiction. to get her to come back. We might be able way. to get her back just for a fan fiction. Yeah. Play. Oh man. Can we? Oh, man. I mean, Jasmine, hop on Discord. Read a little fan fiction with you. Don't have to do anything except for read. For example, the character list. Let let's let's talk about what we're reading. Okay. This is our this is our piece for the night. This is now. There's a disclaimer, of course. Of course, story is based on material created by George Lucas and owned by Lucasfilm Limited. Yep, <laughs> and all that seems, um, like not great creative writing to me. Like right now, I read that. That's the first thing I'm reading. Is not pulling me into the story. Yeah, I that's my first critique. I definitely got to go in 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> But my favorite thing to do is dismiss what you're doing, like outright, just like dismiss the jokes that you're making. It's Good thing my, we didn't do the improv. It's thing. my favorite thing. To do. <laughs> yep. No, but is my favorite improv. And the big bold letters say the series title of this story may be used only with permission from the writer. We did not ask permission, but so if you can find the writer, please ask permission. The this, title. This story is 20 years old. The title so. that we were not able to use without his permission is Tales of the Jedi Council. The Sith Historian. Feel and my quick critique, real quick, is it should be called the Sith Historian. Boo. <laughs> Disagree. <laughs> Disagree with you. It seems like, and there's a synopsis. You want to read this? It's right under the title. Uh, yeah. A young man comes before the Jedi Council. They must decide whether he is the galaxy's salvation or ruin, written with specific interest in the nature of the Force. Well, isn't that just Anakin? <laughs> it sounds like it's going to be about Anakin. Okay. Characters, please read. Okay, we got to read these characters. Lord knows we love a dramatis persona. And we have to read all of these characters. We have to read everything that is written here. We'll switch character to character. Okay? And we're going to read it as quick as possible because yeah. you have to go in Fort Yeah. By the way, top build, Mace top. Windu. Yoda. Yarel Poof. Plocoon. Ki- no, hang on. There's not as in everything. I'm sorry. Chimerian Invertebrate. Jedi Master. The guy with the long <laughs> neck. Okay. That's what it says. Okay. Plocoon Alien Jedi Master and Courageous Fighter. Depa Balaba. Female Human Jedi Master. Chained by Mace Windu. Eeth Koth. Zabrak Jedi Master from Nar Shaddaa. Adi Galia. Human Jedi Master. Daughter of Corellian Diplomats on Coruscant. Oppo Rancisis, Jedi Master from Thispius with a military mind. Evan Piel, Jedi Master and Lanik Warrior. Yaddle, female Jedi Master of the same species as Yoda. Up a creek without a sassy teen. <laughs> Itkachi. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Sassy teen? Sayes is what it is. Sayesy teen. No. Sassy Ted. Sassy Teen. It caught you Jedi Master with natural telepathic abilities. TK. Ki Adi Mundi. Siri Money. Okay. It says Siren, but it's Syrian Jedi Knight with a binary brain. Should we assume that everybody has a binary brain? Okay. No, this one's on the ones and zeros. And there is a quote that leads off yes. the book. This is the clue we need to unravel the mystery of the Sith. Which is not the quote from the movie. No. 
<laughs> but this he says this clue. may be the clue, <laughs> <laughs> which of course is from Jedi Master Mace Windu, senior member of the Jedi Council. And I'll start. Okay. And you can. There's like the... no dialogue. This is gonna be only you narrating. Let's switch off. Uh, paragraphs are hard to differentiate. Yo. No. Yeah. No, okay. Just read it. Okay. The Jedi Master, Yariel Poof, subconsciously swayed his boneless neck as his mind succumbed to the Jedi Council meditation session. boneless neck, please. (laughs) As he closed his eyes, the Quarmian's sight was replaced by a thousand other senses. The Force not only saw all, but felt all, was all. It was all that Yariel could focus on. The Force was flowing like an unconquerable ocean upon the Jedi Council chamber, and his fellow Council members stretched out, this is good this is actually good this i kind of like this so, so far. far here's what i'm liking and so far that we're encountering something we might have dug up a secret great eu novel it's possible i'm liking this so far keep going. okay you read the next okay one. even alone yariel's mind was immersed in the force but meditating with his colleagues increased the intimacy 12 fold 12 12 not 10 there's 12 oh <laughs> he moved his essence among their spirits, utilizing the Force as a mystical, mystical conduit. As his mind scattered upon the other councilmen's members, Yariel borrowed their good-natured attributes and added them to his own, improving his character with every telepathic visitation. This is not bad. This is really not bad. <laughs> this is not bad. He learned a lesson of patience from Mistress Yaddle's soul in a conversation that never happened on any plane of existence. Master Evan Peel showed Yariel yet another true meaning of courage, not through a memory, but simply in the life patterns of the Lannic warrior spirit. Mm-hmm. Yariel even dared to let his mind behold that ancient consciousness of Master Yoda. His spirit was so detailed, eight centuries of time tracing unlinear designs of being upon the Jedi Master's soul. Let's let's take a quick pause here. Okay. <clears throat> And I feel like what we should maybe do is, is this comparable to EU quality? So far, yes. So far, yes. I'm going to say so far, this writer, something Milburn, is above Dave Wolverton. Dave Wolverton, I'm going to say is like negative F tier. Here's going to say something I would totally agree with you. Okay. With that terrible writer. Yeah. Um, Here's something that I'm going to say that this... Two paragraphs that we've read has yes. made me think about that I've never thought about with Star Wars before. Ooh. When I think of the Jedi mass, the Jedi um, uh, Council sessions, yeah, I think of what happens in um, the Phantom Menace, right? Which has to happen because it's a movie. You have to have the Jedi Council standing around talking to each other about what they need to do. It happens in and Return of the or Revenge of the Sith, where they're discussing what they need to do next. The thought that sometimes to figure out what they're going to do about a situation, the Jedi Council members meditate and intertwine their, like, um, force spirits together to come upon, to come to a decision is a really interesting thing that you can't do in a movie because you can't have them all just sitting there meditating. Yeah. That, because that's boring for a movie. It'd be tough to portray. It'd be very tough to portray. But here in this book, having Yariel, um, going from council member to council member while they're meditating and, and trying to make a decision on something is a really cool thought and something that only like that that would make sense that the jedi council would do things this way man 
We're just like, we're like learning about Star Wars. Is this the best segment book? we've ever done? Is this the best book of all time? <laughs> it might be. Um, this is great. Did you leave off when you said without the strength of his fellow council members? Uh, yeah, he, yeah, he feared he might get lost. Yeah. Dude. I'll finish it because it's because that was the last paragraph, and then you'll you got the next paragraph. Okay. Okay. Yariel feared he might get lost in the vast intricacies of Yoda's essence had he been meditating alone, without the strength of his fellow council members. And then you can start there. But there was something odd in Yoda, different, out of place. It was subtle, somewhere in the murky depths of the old Jedi's soul. Yariel isolated his focus on... Sorry. The formatting of this, and it's not, I don't think it's the way it's written. Not the author's fault. I think it's because it's a website from like 1999. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very hard. The formatting is weird. The paragraphs are not paragraphs. No. Yariel isolated his focus on less and less of Yoda until all that was left in his concentration was that inconsistency in the senior Jedi Master. Yariel reached in and identified it. It felt like an emotion. Uh Uh-oh. Yes, it was an emotion. Yariel focused on it and set his mind to translating the feeling from an emotion to a literal thought. He had to change the patterns, the spirit hues, from this raw form into something more understandable. Okay, this is, um... This is interesting. This is like reading the novel Traitor, and I'm not joking. Really? This is like reading... This is pre-Traitor. This is some Matthew Stover stuff right here. Because I'm getting serious vibes of Traitor. I'm getting serious vibes of the Mace Windu Windu book. Yeah, it's very like Revenge of the Sith novelization. And and I would say, like, if I was going to give advice to Mr. Milburn, I would say the writing is not quite there in this particular paragraph. Mm -hmm. But the idea is really, really great. The ideas are are pretty fun. And this is uh, good so far. You got a good Yoda voice? No, you got a better Yoda voice. Do I? Promoting it is. Yoda spoke, breaking the silence, not to mention the group's meditation. Mr. Mistress Adi let go a small gasp. Apparently, her mind had not been prepared to leave its former condition so quickly. Master Windu looked inquisitively at Yoda. What's this about foreboding? He asked. Oh, no. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> we have hit our first row bump on our journey. <laughs> this, was a, this was an A. Uh, fan fiction up till right now. Yes, might have been a four plus, but we have hit, and I'm going to give the spelling first. Is this do? Is this a typo or is this intentional? Completely intentional. Okay, that's bad. Sorry. Now you're you're going to think that I'm mispronouncing the word sorry. Yeah. Which sometimes I do, but this is the writing. S a w w y. It gets worse after the sorry. I think. Uh oh. And I'm going to read this like I'm hearing it in my head as a reader. I am sorry, Master Yoda. Master Yoda. Master Yoda. Like, it says master. M-A-S-T-A. It does a master. Uh-oh. That's bad. Uh-oh. Mr. Milburn. <laughs> uh, Yariel apologized for saying that. <laughs> Apparently, Master... Grandma talking apologized for you hearing it. <laughs> we apologize. Apparently, Master Yoda did not like being mind-probed. <laughs> Yoda, his stare never leaving Yariel, answered Windu. Master Yariel has sensed an emotion in me. <laughs> oh, not good. Nope. Matt, uh, this started a lot stronger than anything. <laughs> no, Once the dialogue kicked in, I'm not, fast. I'm not about this. Right. Master Windu looked at Yariel with a look of slight admiration. That is quite an accomplishment, Master Yariel. Rarely can I myself look into Yoda's mind, much less find an emotion there. Yariel nodded his elevated head in gratitude. Inwardly, he applauded the attention, though. 
Master Yoda wasn't used to having his mind probe in obvious not appreciated. Now, it's important that we reiterate this point three times within the last yeah. couple sentences. It has been probed, in case you were unaware. Clearly, he didn't like having his mind probe. Mace Windu says he doesn't like having his mind probe. Let's reiterate a third time, just in case people missed it. Yes. Okay. You be Depa. Master Yoda, Depa Balaba spoke. Why do you have foreboding? Which is a weird thing to say. It is a weird thing to say. I, I, uh, I'm... Uh, Real sad that this is going downhill because this started out so strong. And it's not very long from what I can tell. Yoda let his gaze drift to the rest of the council, finally freeing Yariel from his stare. Get anxious rarely do I, he explained in the low, gruffer tone he only used for situations of the utmost danger. But today, reason reason I have. In a few minutes, come before us, a stranger will. I was not notified of such an appointment. Master Oporensis informed the council with a hint of complaint in his voice. Kept it from you, did I? I did. (laughs) (laughs) Even Master Windu, was it unknown? Uh, oh, my bad. Even to Master Windu, was it unknown? I, this is my favorite, because these are going to be dramatic readings, (laughs) but I'm not editing out all the mistakes that we do, because I think that makes the fan fiction better. It does. Uh, that was odd. I think they should leave in mistakes in the actual films. (laughs) <laughs> bad every takes. Time, every time an actor has a bad take. First take only. <laughs> nothing else. Uh, that was odd. Yoda rarely... Nope. That was odd. Rarely did Yoda keep something from Master Windu, his fellow senior council member. A lesser known human... No, a lesser human might have protested this, but Ma- I, I'm really glad that I said I'm not going <laughs> to cut anything out, and then I go on yeah, to make Yeah, this is the worst. So that was great. Good job, me. But Master Windu kept his focus and asked... Why is this stranger you speak of coming before us? Leave that for him to explain. I will. Master Yoda replied as he gestured to the chamber entrance. There, Yario beheld a human male, perhaps Addy Gallia's age. It was difficult to tell with humans. Racist. Also difficult to tell what her age is. Or Addy Gallia. Or is that a yeah, hint? I don't remember. No, Addy Gallia is the, the, uh, the black woman with the long, like, tentacle oh, head okay, thing. okay, yes. Uh, yeah, so... By the way, that's a little bit racist, Yoda, to say it's hard to tell with humans Ooh, how old we are. That like, is racist. That's a little bit racist, Yoda. I want to be the guy. I want to be the mysterious man. The mysterious man? Okay, yes. I think you know who the mysterious man is. I don't. Okay. Greetings, masters! <laughs> the man addressed the council as he approached the center of the chamber. He seemed to have an air of confidence about him, skipping the ceremonial bow. Greetings, Master Windu replied. What is the nature of your visit? He leaned back in his chair and put the tips of his fingers together in his traditional listening position. (laughs) Let's stop down (laughs) for a second. We gotta stop. And let's talk about our traditional listening positions. So, Jake, describe your traditional (laughs) listening position. Now, cue the theme for traditional listening positions. (laughs) Traditional listening. episode ever when I, I i jake can i apologize for having any doubts that this was going to be a good episode? i knew this is going to be good you were right traditional listening position i i like to get on all fours okay good. <laughs> and i like to put my hands under my chin and tilt my head and blink mm-hmm. and I, ideally i put like longer eyelashes on yes obviously like patrick's 40 lashes that he yeah has. so you kind of end up looking like the sphinx 
yeah, when I, you traditionally listen. Yeah, I'm not saying like I seductively am all for it. I'm <laughs> okay. saying like like a sphinx. Like a sphinx. Uh, okay, so like my minx. traditional listening position. Yeah. Listeners of the show may not know this, and if you don't, you should get in your listening position right now because I'm about to tell you something. Ideally, everyone's listening to this, so they should be in their usual listening your traditional position. Listening, traditional, traditional excuse me. listening position. <laughs> I like to break dance while I'm listening. So <laughs> yes. every time I'm listening, I spin on my head in circles so that I can listen, and that's my traditional listening we position. go through so much cardboard when we record it's it's a problem i'm going bald i spend so much on my head okay so anyway mace windu is now in his traditional listening position the young man shot a glance at yoda i see master yoda has not chosen to tell you my business here i am here to seek permission to study the artifacts and writings of the sith Yariel widened his eyes as a treacherous volley of uneasy looks enveloped the council. Uh, this, uh, we're getting to the point where it's like, this is what I would sound like when I would write fiction, vo- and that's not a good thing. You don't. Now I like a me. treacherous volley. I don't think yeah. a volley can envelop something. Yeah, I think see, if you're, I think it can volley around the council. This is when when I would try to write something. This is what I would do: is I would try yeah. to add too many words in there. But did you know that Yaddle even left? Left out a slight gasp. Yaddle she did even did that. that. Is Yaddle a woman? Yeah. Oh, Yaddle. I was thinking Yariel. Yes, Yaddle, of course, is a woman. <laughs> I was like, wow, I'm going to blow your mind. I right know, now. Okay. Uh, this is you. Masters, let me explain. <laughs> the man, the Sith historian, beckoned with some slight arrogance. Run this discussion. You will not. Yoda reprimanded. The Sith historian fell silent, but his look of self-assurance was not erased. Still, Yariel was glad Yoda had at least put the man in his place. Now, let's pause for one second, okay. because it, it seems to me that this man was not a Sith historian until the narrator randomly dropped that in. Right, because also... <laughs> he did not there, say, I'm a Sith historian! He's there to ask if he can be the Sith historian, and yes. then immediately starts calling him the Sith historian. <laughs> right. You could, like, for a couple more paragraphs, just call him the unknown man or something like that. The unknown that. man. The young man. Just the aspiring Sith historian, perhaps. There you go. Thank you. Sith historian. Uh, Sith historian. Okay, I'm going to continue as I'm going to be sassy teen. You're going to be sassy teen? <laughs> uh, okay, what what voice should I use for this? Give me an idea. Who be a sassy teen. Be a sassy teen? What does sassy teen sound like? I don't hang out with teens. Do your own voice. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Got him. <laughs> Uh, these nuts. I, <laughs> I must say, Sadie's smoke. why ever would you want to study a Sith? Unless you wish to become one. No, that's the Kiati Mundi. Is that your Kiati Mundi? Yeah. Kiati Mundi finished. What about Taking... the droid attack on the book? Isn't he kind of having Yeah, yeah no, you're right. You're oh, right. I'll right. try it again. Unless you win. <laughs> Here, let me count money. Okay. Unless you wish to become one. Kiati Mundi finished taking the words right out of Yariel's mouth. Rude. The yeah, Sith no, historian's no. voice was steady. I assure you that this is not at all my motive. As you can see, I am a historian. Lately, I have found my occupation a bit pointless. We historians always say the purpose of our work is to prevent history from repeating its mistakes. Well, that is my goal. I find the galaxy's traditional history that I study to be rather unhelpful towards its goal. He's turned into Stewie Griffin. (laughs) (laughs) The Sith historian has turned into Stewie Griffin. That's fine. I forget the voice I did for Master Oppo, so here we go. (laughs) 
You wish to study the Sith because you are bored with your career? <laughs> <laughs> Master Opo hissed. Yario could sense everyone in the council getting more defensive, even irritable. That's an emotion. Even irritable. Even. Like how Yaddle even sighed. Even a little bit. Sighed. And like even Peel. <laughs> the other council member. Yeah. Again, you misjudge me. The Sith historian accused. Rare, <laughs> rarely wrong is the council's judgment. Yoda interrupted. Same as judge with caution, should you? Oh, snap. Okay, so Yoda's getting a little bit of an attitude. Hey, I've heard a sassy like team, but sassy Yoda. Sassy Yoda, I'm in. I'm, in, I'm all on board. <laughs> all aboard. All aboard. Toot toot. I choo choo choose you. <laughs> I am sorry. I am sorry. The Sith historian apologized cordially. You see, I want to study the ways of the Sith so that they reappear. Oh no! Oh, no. We we have encountered Zybo. <laughs> there, uh, it should be T H E I R, but we have a T H E R E. No, it is supposed to be T H E R E. Nope. I want to study the ways of the Sith so that their reappearance oh, may yeah, be prevented. Oh yeah, right, right, right. Uh, you wish to defend the galaxy from a resurgence of the Sith by learning about them, Master Windu inquired. Mm. You decide. Use for defense, Sith knowledge has never been. He commented. The Sith historian didn't seem to notice Yoda's words. Bad move. By knowing the methods of the Sith, you will find easier to identify certain Jedi students as dangerous. We already know what is dangerous. Master Windu informed the man. Yoda nodded. Anger, fear, aggression? Need to know more. We do not. I believe you do need to know more, the Sith historian explained. You can identify a student in danger of the dark side, but a student specifically in danger of falling to the Sith might be hard to detect. Third time's a charm with Master Oppo. <laughs> he does have a point, <laughs> Master Oppo explained. Yariel and the other council members turned to him in disbelief. <gasps> when in a war, it is always best to know your opponent. Coming from Oppo's trusted military mind, Yariel knew the comet would carry great weight among the council members. But we're not in a war. <laughs> Mistress Addy pointed out. <laughs> I thought it mister. <laughs> the Sith have been a stink for a millennium. Let's <laughs> do you next. I'm asking for a chance to help make sure things stay that way. The Sith historian explained. Yario could feel the other council members' thought patterns becoming more and more parallel to that of the Sith historian. Interesting, I like that mm. idea. The very idea of the Sith ever returning to the galaxy was enough justification for many of Yariel's colleagues. Ooh, Koth, new character, new voice. How do we know that this will not lead to the resurgence you so wish to prevent? Master Koth inquired. If the information you learned was stolen, the galaxy could be in much greater danger than uh, before this study of yours. <laughs> I will work right here at the Jedi Temple, where the Sith records are locked away and never have them leave this place. The historian assured the council. I will submit my findings as a report of things to look for in students who have Sith curiosities. How do we know that your motives are what you speak and not to obtain the power of the Sith teachings yourself? Coyote money questions. Yariel could sense that half of the Syrians Syrians yeah, binary. I, I cannot let uh, I cannot let this writer slide. You will not abide a Syrian. I will not abide the misspelling <laughs> of Syrian. 
Binary Brain was becoming convinced, but the other part was highly suspicious. Here, you can take over the narration. Uh, the Sith historian made eye contact with different members of the council as he told them, If anything I have ever read about the Jedi Council is true, you already know whether or not my intentions are genuine. One by one, the council members tried to find hints of falsehood in the Sith historian's mind. Not even Sacetin, who had natural telepathic abilities as TP. well as the Force, could find a trace of untruth in the human. At last, it was Yariel's turn, and he reached out cautiously into the historian's essence. <gasps> Yariel had expected it to be highly insulated by various mental barriers, but subconsciously, <laughs> the Sith historian had given Yariel easy and open access to his mind weird. Yariel traveled among its matterless passages, searching for a lie, searching for at least something twisted or ugly. There was no such unholiness in the Sith historian's mind. His intentions were genuine, maybe, mm. and maybe even what the galaxy needed. You want me to take over? Sure. The Sith historian's study could finally seal off any conduit to Sith power for those who'd want to use it. The understanding of Sith techniques could flush out all potential Sith's training at the Jedi Temple. Yariel knew that if the Sith historian was permitted to do his job, the galaxy would never again fear the dark wishes of a Sith Lord. This feels like a big This feels like it, something that should have happened. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. And so the council voted. It was almost unanimously in favor of the Sith historian, with Yoda having his usual overabundant skepticism. Sounds like Yoda. Yeah, hey, classic Yoda. Being the only council member who voted. Wow, no. you suck, Yoda. Yeah, even Coyote Money, who again <laughs> carried great suspicion, had seen the truth and goodness inside the historian. The Sith historian was very grateful. Thank you, Masters. I assure you the knowledge will be safe with me and the galaxy will be safer for it. When shall you begin? Master Windu asked in a rare moment of enthusiasm. Wait, let me try that again. When shall you begin? <laughs> Master Windu asked in a rare moment of enthusiasm. I think you could be more enthusiastic. When shall you begin? Master Windu asked in a rare moment of enthusiasm. Soon after a short trip home, if that's all right. The historian explained. Oh, yeah, that's me. Certainly. Sweet, certainly, Master Windu agreed. <laughs> By the way, if we need to reach you, where is your home planet? The Sith historian was happy to answer. Nebu. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Wait, who's, who is it supposed to be? Palpatine? I guess. So is this like... No, it can't be Because Palpatine. this is, I think, pre-Phantom Menace yeah. uh, release. But like, or no, because it was. this is July 7th, 1999. That it, released in May, right? Yeah. So this can't be like a young Palpatine. Could it? Well, maybe this this probably takes place before... I mean, it does take place before Phantom Menace. So are we just supposed to think that maybe the Sith historian died with the attack on Naboo? Or is this supposed to be Palpatine? I think it's supposed to be a big twist at the end. That like, is, that's ooh, supposed to be Palpatine. It's Naboo. So my, here's my problem. Is Palpatine, for him to be like a young Jedi, Yeah, some of these council members would not be there. He is, uh, without a doubt, older than like Adigalia. She yeah. would not be on the council at this point if this was a young. So I'm gonna well, say, unless it's just like a year before the Phantom Menace. Well, yeah, but then he wouldn't be described as a young Jedi here, would he? Young. Did you describe him as a young man? Doesn't it? Well, yeah, but a, a year before, would you describe him as a young man in Phantom Menace? Jubilant and youthful. <laughs> you no, know, right. you know, I don't know. I'm just saying, 
there might be a couple little plot holes in this story if that's supposed Maybe. to be Palpatine. I guess I feel like listeners are going to write in and tell us who this is supposed to be because I feel like it's Probably. really staring me right in the face. Uh, what do, do we, we have any comments here? I'm going to see if there's any comments. I, lo- I did not see any comments. I don't see any comments. Just a bunch of ads for anime. Well, I'm going to leave a comment. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Please leave a comment. This is amazing. Review. Review. Please. I'm going to leave a review. I clicked it. Oh, I have to log in to not post it myself? Log in to post as... Oh, yourself. no. I can just add a name. Oh, okay. Post cool. review. Type your review here. What's my name? Let's... So we'll oh, come wait, inside no, the show, but be... then we'll, we'll read the reviews that we left. Right. Okay. Oh, there is uh, a couple reviews, a couple comments. Oh, good. From comments. the past. I, I decided not to write a review. I just, we found the comments, so. Uh... We just posted comments slash reviews on the thing, because there's a, uh, ability to do that on the website. So I, Riley, I want you to read my review that I posted. Okay, yeah, I'll read it. This review is by Mr. Fanfic Fan. Yes. This was a nice story. <laughs> I liked the part where the long neck guy was seeing colors and stuff in people's minds. I did not understand who Yoda was. He seemed mean and not nice. In the future, please only include nice people in your book. This is your final warning. Sincerely, a fan, MrFanficFan.com. <laughs> now, I'm going to read. There are a couple comments. Um, one is from 2004. So this guy, he wrote it in 1999. I'm only seeing two comments, yours and one other one. I'm seeing two more. Oh, weird. Like the Arnold Classic. One from April 22nd, 2004. Spirit said, great story, pal. The GR8. This is tense. Mm. Sky. He wrote tense. T-E-N-C-E. Dash Skywalker Episond 1. Episond 1. I don't know why you said that. Uh, May 2003. This was written by Spirit of the Pegasus. Love the story, Master.im, which I think is his um, screen name. Also a huge Star Wars fan, and I'm hoping, which with an E, <laughs> to put my story up soon. Dot, you are a real good writer. Dot, I hope you keep writing. Dot, must go. May the force be with you. By the way, you can call me Master Spirit, as that is what I'm known as. See ya. <laughs> this is good. I love the internet. <laughs> now, see, here's the thing. I didn't. I decided not to write a review because you were writing one. So, well, uh, it's but, just a comment. But it a comment, the yes. same way. But it just says. Review. But we did find there were some other reviews there, so it'd be nice if you would read another review that was there. Yes. Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna read this. Yep. Why didn't I see this coming? <laughs> the user is George Lucas. Oh, it's George. Awesome. With two S's. He gets around, man. George Lucas. Yeah. Awesome. I really enjoy this story. <laughs> yeah, you have to read it the way he wrote it. I really enjoy this stories. It was exactly as I had planned in 1977 when I made Star War with my mind. <laughs> I love Gerge. You, with just a you, discover my secret twist that Palpatine was one a Jedi before he were a Sith Lord in capital letters. But I abandoned that. I see it shortly. I think it was the idea. Shortly after the movie come out. So that is amazing. You found it. Thank you. Best wishes, Gerge. It's really cool that Gurge actually goes around and reads fan fiction of his of his stuff he created. So that's really awesome. It's amazing. 
Anderson. So we will 100% leave a link to this story yes. in the description of our episode. Uh, this was maybe the best idea we've ever had. Yeah, and again, it might be the show from now on. It might be the show from now on. It's definitely going to be a regular <laughs> thing we do. Um, again, I, I want to go back to find this guy's name. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. I want to, oh yeah, find the name first. And then I'll say what I want to say. No, well, go ahead and say what you're going to say. Okay. I, was, I was wrapping it up. We've made a couple mistakes. Have we? Okay. Here's the first mistake we made. We did not go to the very first fan fiction on the database. Okay. Which is from 1998. Oh. November 9th, 1998. And it is called, How Far Have I Traveled to Fall Now by Magic Han. Magic Or no, no, by Magic. Oh. Um, and then my, so the, I, I'm going to say this would be our next one. Okay. It's similarly like the same length. And, uh... The, no, I'm sorry. Does, I thought it had a little like synopsis at the beginning. Oh, it's really short. We we don't have time today, but we will do it. It's only, I mean, it's like a couple paragraphs. Is that really fan fiction if it's a couple of paragraphs? True. Oh, go ahead and read, read a couple of paragraphs. Okay. Han Solo stared out the window at the pinpricks of light streaming past him. The universe looked so simple at times like this when it was just a sea of light. When there was only light, no people. No conflicts, no bounty hunters after him, just peace. A world of white peace. Strike! Uh-oh. 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 Um, a bellow came from his Wookiee companion who was in the aft storage compartment. Now, here's something that I've been meaning to mention for 9,000 episodes. Okay. Star Wars writers are obsessed with aft. the word aft. Yeah. Aft and starboard. Enough. Port. We're not impressed. No. Say left and right. I don't I care. think aft is the back. Isn't and it? aft is the only one that ever comes up. And they never say the front one. No, because port and starboard, star, starboard, starboard, are the left and right. But what's the front one? Aft and stern. Stern. I don't know. No one ever says stern. No one ever says stern. Wow. Bella came over. What, Chewie? Now he strike. Okay, so I think we should do a three strike system for all these okay, things. Yes, because I have a feeling we're going to get to certain points in stories because we're not reading these beforehand. No, no, no. <laughs> so we're all going, we are eventually going to get to a story where we have to stop because yep. it's it going in a bad direction. <laughs> or it's not uh, okay to read. Yeah. Strike one is a world of white peace. Yes, that is definitely <laughs> that, a that is dreaming of a world of white peace. What does he mean by that? Uh, seems not great. I don't. I don't know how to interpret I that. I think that's he not means bad. that there's light in the galaxy and like stars. Sure, but white peace doesn't sound, uh, great. doesn't sound great. Strike two. Now, I I can't be too much of a grammar Nazi with fan fiction. No, but it says what Chewie Han shouted as he ran a hand through his light brown hair, but he didn't put a comma, so it just says. What Chewy? <laughs> what, what Chewy? What Chewy is it? <laughs> what Chewy is it? Chewbacca's response was a resounding warble. Ah, all right, all right, I'm coming, he yelled as he hauled himself out of the captain's chair and walked down the ship's hall. Now, this is very close to being strike three this, for me. I'm getting very bored here. It's close because a pet peeve of mine is using the same word or a homonym in the same sentence. He hauled himself down the hall. Yeah, it's bad. I don't love it. Mm -mm. Anyway. He touched a wall with his hand. Why did he do that? The Millennium Falcon. Oh, he was just making sure. He touched a wall with his hand. The Millennium Falcon. It was his ship. 
A ship that had saved his lifetime after time. A ship that has become... Now, we've changed tenses. A ship that has become the only home he had. He padded the wall. Has become the only home he had? As if... Yeah, we're really jumping around. Whoa. Is this a time travel story? He padded the wall as if trying to reassure the ship that her captain would take care of her. Nothing would come between him and the ship. Nothing, he swore. Now, the imagery of him touching and then padding the ship. And then recapping that it was a lonely fucking. It was a ship. Really I'm giving this like one more sentence and then like, yeah. I might have to give it another strike. This, this is a might. bad one. Okay. Keep going. Okay. Chewie was standing in the storage compartment, gruffing and uh oh, gruffling and working nonstop on the spliced wires in a metal box. Strike. Yeah, we're he done. I think we're done with this one. Was I don't, he gruffling? I don't think you can gruffle. Mark Gruffalo? Mark Gruffalo. <laughs> Here's the next line of dialogue. No, no. The sub-like conduits are in the other storage compartment. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, okay, so this. it's just that part from Empire Strikes Back where he does that. This one goes there, that one goes there. Out of here! Yeah, okay. it's, uh, so, oh my god. I thought you said it was short. It is. I mean, it's oh. like only a couple more paragraphs, but we didn't make it. It's bad. We didn't make that, it to that the That one got the three strike. But the first one we read, what, what rating would you give that one? Are we using the New Jedi Order ranking that we established? I think we should have an... Uh, yeah, we... Uh, I think it's a good rating system. I think it's a good rating system. Okay. One, two, or three. No, there's and pluses and minuses. But there's a secret fourth. There is a secret fourth for one that's really good. I'm going to give the story we read a two minus. Yeah, I'd, I'd say it's Which really means fair. it is just as good. <laughs> just as good as the as book the we discussed last week. professionally published book, Agents of Chaos 1 Heroes Trial by James Lucino. Yep. Um, I would I would agree with that at two minus because I think it started really strong pre dialogue. It started at maybe a four. Pre yeah, pre dialogue was great. Uh, a post dialogue not as good. Yeah. The dialogue was not as strong. The twist yeah. at the end gets a, a a little bit of a boost. I guess I didn't even though I didn't it. understand it. The, um, the fact that there was an attempt at a twist is good. So again, I want to thank Mike Milburn for writing this. Mike in Milburn, nineteen ninety nine. And let's thank Magic. Let's thank Magic for that other one. No, let's not thank him. Do we ominously now, leave a review that says three strikes, you're out on any <laughs> review on any fan faction that we don't get through? Uh, no. I'm going to do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mr. Fan Fic Fan. So, again, while he's leaving this review for the other one, I want to reiterate this this new series that apparently we're yep. doing is not to make fun of people who have written bad fanfic because who among us has not written bad fanfic? Yeah. Um we really actually enjoyed this a whole lot. Oh, Maybe possibly more than the professionally written book that we talked about last week. Uh-oh, what'd you do? Oh, no, he's just finding more. There's a lot of comments from very, very recently. Uh, really? On that one that you just read? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. There's 63 comments. Wow. Uh, okay, so... <laughs> I got to end this episode. Jake really wants to keep doing this, and I got to end this episode. Yeah, this fun. has been uh, really fun. Uh, thank you, Mike Milburn. I'm so sorry if you hate what we did, but I'm going to bet that you've never, ever listened to our podcast um again we love fan fiction if you have written fan fiction that you want us to read on the show yeah send it in holy crap because seriously i'm excited seriously we love this stuff and actually we really enjoyed that first story we read and i think uh, i mean safe to say you'll put some of the production level you put in i will absolutely. dramatic reading. absolutely i'm going to make this a thing i think there this should be record fun. scratches perhaps when we have asides yep. yeah the music will definitely cut out when we have our asides now um, when we do 
like the, for the three strikes one. Yeah. I'm going to send you links to the video game Extra Innings Baseball from Super Nintendo, and I think that should be the basis of the strikes. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> I didn't get that reference, but, Track I, but I will do that. Um, okay. Well, this has been delicately curated long-form discussion of the short-form discussion, actually, of the internationally beloved pastime yeah. of fan fiction fan writing brought to you lovingly and whenever we do it, by the loquacious yet soothing voices of your host, Riley. Yo. And also Jake. Also yo. Also yo. Yo, for me. Yo. Uh, that was fun. That was really fun. I really like that. Well, we should have missed it. Start out our show. <laughs> yeah. Because we would just have like some idea for like a bit that we could go into the show with. Yes. Um and we could just do that. Like I could be like really sad for some reason. <laughs> like I could get, get <laughs> like really horrible sad. news and then like we start recording and I'm just like a, a real downer about it. That sounds like great audio. <laughs> <laughs> Someone who's really depressed yeah, and do doesn't want to be here. <laughs> yeah, I think it'd be funny. Well then what list should we do while we're doing that bit? <laughs> well maybe we could come back and do the list is like straight okay um what list should we do though i think we should we could i could just pretend to be a third person on the show <laughs> we have a guest yeah we have a third guest, guest. <laughs> i don't know i like the idea of doing the fan fiction thing but i wanted to do it with jasmine's thing too i know i really so want it'd be to. better if like we each had something yeah that we could read. i've never done fan fiction i can't go find old bad fan fiction uh we could just find fan fiction on the internet Oh, we could. That's not a bad idea. Ooh, do we could do the SoundCloud show. Do you like dramatic fan fiction? Oh, not a bad not idea. Not a bad idea. Let's get started. I want to find really old ones, um, like prequel. So I'm not offending fiction. anybody. Yeah. Now it wants us to Ariel read poof. the characters. It says characters, please read. Please read. Well, we talked about. Let's start the episode. <laughs> Let's start the episode. Do the intro, because I did the last two. Uh, welcome to Grandma Talking. Delicately curated, long-form discussion of the internationally beloved...